This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Welcome to this hour of the program. Rob Breckenridge with you on a Tuesday afternoon. 403-974-TALK is our number, 974-8255. It's the number to phone us up, the number to text us. We'll have time for both your calls and your texts in this hour. After 2.30, an interesting story about your last name. And does it matter what letter your last name starts with? Well, according to a new study, it does. We'll hear from Jeffrey Zachs with a Z. He's at the University of Colorado, one of the authors of this study on alphabetism, they're calling it. We'll explain that to you coming up after 2.30. And a few other stories we'll get to, but as mentioned, some time for your calls and your texts. Off the top in this hour, though, uh, an emotional and controversial issue, trophy hunting. Uh, now, I think certainly it calls to mind uh, Cecil the Lion, who was shot and killed by Walter Palmer, uh, a dentist from the United States. I think the notion that these magnificent creatures and endangered creatures would be hunted for sports by wealthy individuals, just to hang that head on their wall, is abhorrent to a lot of people. At the same time, though, is there something to be said for so-called trophy hunting if it's for a purpose? Now, there was also a high-profile case a couple of years ago. A Texas hunter paid $350,000 to kill an endangered black rhino. Similar outrage there. But the other side of the story was that this was a way to remove a problem animal from the herd. That the animal was too old to breed. The animal was aggressive. The animal had killed other calves. So not only did it remove a problem animal from the herd, but it raised money for conservation efforts. Is there a place for that kind of trophy hunting? Well, new organization uh, here in Alberta says that there is no place for trophy hunting, period. Ban Trophy Hunting Limited launching today. They've released a national poll on trophy hunting. They've got a couple of upcoming, uh, upcoming lectures in both Calgary and Edmonton on the morality of trophy hunting. Uh, joining us uh, on the line here today is Mike Donovan. Uh, he's one of the founders of Ban Trophy Hunting Limited. He's also uh, an African safari guide himself. Mike, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, tell us a bit more then about why the need for this organization. Well, um, you know, a lot of people aren't even aware, uh, firstly, that trophy hunting is even allowed. I, we, we've actually been at the university recently and then talking with a bunch of different people, and uh, they, they, they were astounded that trophy hunting even, even is allowed to take place. And it's not only allowed to take place, it's, it's actually encouraged um, by a lot of governments, on a, not only in Africa, but even in Canada. Canada is actually the largest exporter of trophy animals in the world. And people are astounded when they, they learn that, uh, you know, polar bear and uh, wolves and uh, mountain lion and lynx and narwhals and bobcats and walrus and otters and mountain lions and owls and bison are killed in Canada uh, by a lot of foreign hunters that come to Canada and exported out of Canada to um, be used as trophy animals. Uh, basically, they have the animal cut up and have the head or something hung on somebody's wall to adorn their house. So, um, yeah, we, you know, um, it, it's, it's 
part, so big part of our organization now is to actually uh, educate the public, the media, and politicians about trophy hunting. It's it's very entrenched in our society, and it, but it's running under runs under the radar. Okay, how do we define trophy hunting? First of all, well, uh, basically, as I as I mentioned, it's basically killing an animal. Okay, but how do we distinguish for, it from hunting in general? Well, basically, what we're doing with the animal parts. Um, a trophy is considered to be a part of the animal that's used to, as I say, adorn somebody's house. Um, so whether it be a head or uh, or the tusks, um, um, and and that's another part of a trophy hunting. Um, uh, that, you know, it's intertwined with poaching. A lot of times, this, you know, trophy hunters try to make a distinction between trophy hunting and poaching. And in fact, they're very intertwined. And, and in fact, trophy hunting is often used as a smoke screen to hide poaching, where um, in, in uh, Africa in particular, um, tusks are shipped off to Asian countries mainly. And, uh, um, uh, 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 t- uh, horns, rhino horns are ground down. Um, uh, lion bones are ground down. Uh, you know, so there's there's just a whole part of um, some societies where um, the parts of the animal are killed, or the uh, the animals killed for certain parts of the animal, and and it, it in our mind it's a very immoral practice. And you know, we 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 see the arguments that. People try to say, you know, it's you know, it's good for conservation, and it money ends up in the communities. And you know, quite frankly, a lot of reports and studies have proven that that's not the case at all. So, on all grounds, whether it be for community support or conservation or immorality, there's no justification for killing animals for trophy. Okay, well, I, I'm, I'm struggling with that definition then, because if I go this weekend and, and I shoot a duck legally and legitimately and I get it stuffed and I put it on my mantle, am I a trophy hunter? Am I doing something immoral? Um, you know, I don't know why you're killing the duck. I mean, if you're hungry and you're killing the duck because you're needing to, you know, wanting to eat it, that's fine. I have, we have no... Okay, so that, this, is, this is against hunting in general then, it would seem. No, no, no. We have, no, I was just going to say, we have nothing against hunting. Like, we're... You know, if somebody's killing the animal for subsistence, fine. There's no okay, issue Okay, so that. If, if you're not eating the animal you kill, then hunting is immoral. Is that your position? That's our position, in essence, yes. If you're going to try to simplify it in those terms... Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to simplify. I'm just trying to understand what it is we're talking about, because I know a lot of people who are hunters. They're not trophy yeah. hunters. They're not going off to, to shoot a giraffe in Africa, but they might go out and, and hunt a deer or a moose, and they're not yeah. necessarily you know, eating it's it. It's funny. I, I've talked to those types of hunters, and they're just as uh, upset about trophy hunting as we are, because I'm not a hunter per se, but I get hunting. Uh, but true hunters, fair chase hunters, we call them fair chase, where they're, the animal they're, they're hunting the animal, giving the animal a, a, a fair opportunity to escape. Those those types of hunters we have no problem with. But when we're talking trophy hunting, we're also talking about canned hunting, uh, and this is hap- this happens not only in Africa but also now in North America, particularly in the states and in, in the t- state of Texas in particular where they pen animals. They put animals in caged enclosures, and they go in, and people go in and shoot them. They have no chance of, of escaping whatsoever. And as I say, even um, hunters, legitimate hunters, are very upset by these practices. They're, they're strictly profit-driven, and uh, again, what we consider to be immoral killing of animals. 
Okay, but if we've seemed to have shifted here from from objective to to method, that that by your previous definition, if someone was in, involved in caged hunting but they were doing so for subsistence, it would no longer be immoral. Well, the, okay, but a lot of times these animals are not being killed for subsistence when they're caged. They're, these are <clears throat> these would be lions, uh, you know, a, a predator type of, um, of of animals, what we call um, apex uh, predators. Um, in, in fact, in the country of South Africa, there's more animals in captivity than there are in the wild. And, you know, some people that are conservationists, they call them conservationists, want to see it that way. They want to see the animals in captivity. And they consider those to be, uh, they, they want to count those animals in their study, in their counts. Um, and we're saying, no, you can't count. That would be like counting animals in the zoo as part of what, what, you know the the overall number is for for you know lions in 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 the, in the wild, but they're not they're not wild any longer. They're 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 being raised by human beings. They're habituated to human beings. They're um, they're not afraid of human beings, and they put them in a cage. And sometimes they uh, actually uh, tranquilize these these uh, animals before they're shot, so they won't run. And the other aspect of trophy hunting is they will not kill the animal once they've made, heard it. Like, they, they'll shoot it to, 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 to drop it, but they won't finish it off because they don't want to ruin, they won't shoot it in the head, in essence. So the, some of these animals take hours and days to die. So the whole process of killing an animal for trophy is immoral on more than one level. It's a multi-level, uh, 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 you know, killing of animals just just for egos. In essence, this is about egos. People wanting to kill an animal to feed their ego. And that's immoral. I mean, it's got to, you've, got to, you've got to see it for what it is. Okay. Well, in, in the case of the black rhino in Namibia, that, that got a lot of attention a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and, and Corey Knowlton, who was the one who paid $350,000 to shoot the animal. Right. Uh, at the time, the International Union for the Conservation of Nature put out a statement, and let yeah. me just read a couple of sentences, and you can react. Sure. They say, well-managed trophy hunting has little to do with poaching and indeed can be a key tool to help combat it. Without it, African conservationists would not be able to employ the upwards of 3,000 field rangers employed to protect protect wildlife and enforce those regulations. Okay. Now the IUCN is in partnership with SCI Safari Club International, which is the main body for trophy hunters in the world. So right. any report that IUCN puts out, you can't consider it to be a legitimate. Well, no. Well, that that seems like an ad hominem attack. If they believe that that kind of trophy hunting can have a value, then it's logical that they would partner with that organization, you're suggesting that their views are tainted by the partnership. Totally it might be a logical tainted. reflection of it. True conservationists, when they've seen organizations such as IUCN partner with Safari Club International, um, have distanced themselves from those people. And their credibility for speaking on, on, on conservation, they, they have no more credibility. They can't speak on it. Okay, well, then what's inaccurate about that statement, though? The $350,000 that that particular hunt raised and where that money goes, what what do you think then became of that money? Okay, less than 3%, 2.7% of the money that is generated from trophy hunting in Africa actually goes back into conservation and back into the communities. Very, most of the money from trophy hunting ends up in the pockets of corrupt politicians and in the, in the pockets of foreign-owned hunting outfits. 
Very little money goes into to conservation. Very little money goes into community support. So that's why I say when you read these studies by these conservation groups that are affiliated with trophy hunting organizations such as SCI, you just can't believe them. If you want to read some studies, I sent you a study today. Yes, you did. Um, I sent, there's other studies that I can send you from government organizations that basically say, say right in it, you can't believe any study that's been carried out by SCI. You can't believe them. Well, okay, Let, but again, let's go back to this case because it's interesting sure. because this is an animal, this this particular rhino, who posed a threat to the herd and would have had to be put down regardless. This gave an opportunity to raise $350,000 and do what needed to be done anyway. Okay, well, if you want to harp on one case, you're talking about one extenuating circumstance. Well, I'm using one example because I think the claim here is that there are no examples uh, of a moral and worthwhile trophy hunt. So if the argument is that there yeah. are zero examples, yes, I'm going to cite one. Okay, well, you can cite that one if you want, but the justification for it is that it, it's harming uh, other rhinos or whatever the case would be. That's nature, all right? And, and who are we to be interfering in nature? But the justification used by trophy hunters for killing older animals of any species so for instance lions or elephants is that it's no longer breeding it's no longer has any serves any function in their hierarchy and that's completely wrong it's been proven that when you kill the the older elephants and the older lions then it has severe repercussions in the whole hierarchy of the other um, uh, species so again you can't justify killing an animal simply because it's aged um it, you know it, it's just it's again it, it's you, it's trying to twist things to make them appear in, like to appear uh, logical and moral but i i can cite you uh again number of situations where it doesn't hold water the argument is there's, there's no valid argument for killing an animal for trophy whether it's aged whether it's infirmed it's immoral it's, all, it's wrong okay. on many, many levels. Here in Canada, then, we talk about where money is ending up internationally. For people in Canada who pay money to hunt certain animals, where, where does that money go in Canada? Okay. Now, in Canada, it's a different situation because we don't have the corruption in Canada that we have elsewhere. But um, as I pointed out to you, Canada is the largest exporter of trophy animals in the world. You, you know what? We don't need to kill the animals to derive an income from the animals. It's proven in Africa that once you turn over these, these areas that were once hunting, for used for hunting, into ecotours, you could actually make more money off them because people will go in and take a picture of an animal, leave that animal still alive for someone else to come back, pay money, and take another picture of that same animal. Um, so this whole thought process of justifying killing animals because it brings an in income doesn't make any sense. But where where I mean, does that money go, though? Where no does one that... ever gets to make any more money off that animal again. Right, but the, you didn't really answer the question, though. The money that's paid by these hunters, where does that right. money go? Well, part of it goes to the, to the uh, government for permits and fees. Part of it goes to communities. Part of, a lot of it goes to the companies that are taking those people in there to go hunting. But they, okay. don't, need, they, don't, need to be, they don't need to be charging people to hunt 
to go and, 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 and view these animals. I mean, it's, it's shown in BC that companies that were once hunting companies turn, turned to leaf and became eco companies, and they make just as much money, if not more, taking people in for eco tours as they did for hunting tours. So right. Why are we killing these animals? Mike, we, we got to leave it there. Uh, the, the website is bantrophyhuntingltd.com. So there's more information there, but there, there's uh, lectures coming up in, in Calgary and in Edmonton, right? Correct. And what are those? Uh, uh, April, or sorry, May 25th in Calgary, May 26th up in Edmonton. We have two excellent speakers, one from um, uh, Humane Society International and the other one from the Born Free Foundation. Okay. So again, bantrophyhuntingltd.com. Mike, I do appreciate you making this time for us here today and enjoy the conversation. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rob. Have Take a great care. day. Mike Donovan, uh, one of the founders of Band Trophy Hunting Limited and an African safari guide himself. So, uh, obviously, he's got a very firm position on this. I don't necessarily agree, but uh, I certainly appreciate him, him coming on and, and having an exchange about all of this. So, where do you come down on trophy hunting or hunting in general, for that matter? 403-974-TALK. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.